aliveness, which is something that refills your cup. Connection, which is deep relationships. Okay. And then uh, the third corner is meaningful pursuit. So the pursuit of something, right? And then that creates happiness. Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. Welcome back to the Wayfinder Show, Adam. How you feeling? I'm good, man. It's been a busy couple of days, but I'm I'm doing really well here yeah. in South Carolina. How are you? South Carolina, good, man. Yeah, you know I'm on day ten of seventy five hard V three. <laughs> yeah, you had a couple hiccups, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, man. Back Making on the Costco grind. samples messed me up, bro. <laughs> it turns out I probably didn't need to start all over the first time I messed up. I really deep dived into the Mediterranean diet and now I understand it. Read all the old ways about it and everything. So the first time I had some little like prosciutto or whatever, and that threw me off. The second time I did end up having real sugar <laughs> and that was a definite no, no. So I had to start over and I was already like on my third week. So I would be about a month in now, but oh, well, I'm enjoying it anyways, man. If it goes on forever, this is a great way of life. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I hear you, man. And good on you for sticking with it. But yeah, uh, thank you. So anyways, we have a great guest today who I know you know uh, closely. So why don't you tell us all about him? Yeah. Yeah. Today we have Chris Mers from Portland, Oregon. Uh, Chris is a good friend. He's actually in an accountability group with me. Um, so we talk very regularly. Uh, he is uh, he's an ex-firefighter, a uh, real estate agent, um moving towards real estate development he started to get into that so we will talk all about that um just an all-around great guy so chris man um i gave him a little bit but welcome to the show do you want to uh tell people a little bit more about your background yeah thanks guys wow you're making me blush over here adam Jeez. <laughs> uh, don't worry man it's an audio show so oh yeah yeah good yeah. good that's important <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Mers, uh, born and raised here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and you said Oregon, you know, so obviously, oh, did I? I'm sorry. it's okay. It's okay. You know, everybody does it I know better. from the Pacific Northwest, Adam. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, I guess getting into a little bit of my background, right. And, and where we're going with this and we'll see where it goes. Uh, Grew up going, you know, to a small little private school, kindergarten through eighth grade, then went to a Jesuit um, Catholic high school, uh, went out to um, Denver, Colorado, to another uh, small Jesuit college, uh, Regis, you may know, Regis mm -hmm. University, um, and really was not into school a whole lot. 
you know, I, I just wasn't really focused on it. Like I was more involved in, you know, the social activities and skiing. Right. Uh, and I didn't see, I was like, how does this connect to what I actually want to do in life? Right. And I just, I, I didn't really understand it. So I, you know, I was there a year and a half. Parents pulled me out, said, Chris, you're not doing well. Come back to Portland. Uh, got into fire science degree, you know, at, at PCC. Um, and my first term actually going into that through that program, uh, I was up in Spokane with for my brother's graduation from Gonzaga and uh, had, you know, too much to drink was sitting on a balcony and fell off backwards two stories down and Ooh. did a face plant in concrete. Uh, and, you know, everyone at the party was stricken and, you know, called 911. Uh, and I was rushed to, you know, the hospital, was in the ICU. My parents were told by the doctor that um, I, I may not wake up I was put into a coma, right? And if mm. I did wake up, that I wouldn't have, you know, any memory of the future, right? Or, or of the past, excuse me. Uh, and then 18 hours into it, I woke up uh, and, and they put me into a, a coma due to my brain swelling. And I woke up and I looked around and I asked my parents, so does this mean I get to smoke weed? And they were like, oh, it's Chris. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh how old were yeah, you when so this happened that was in i was i was 20 years old Oof. yeah so you know near-death experience at, at a very young age um really had a big impact on me and you know trying to figure out then how i'm going to impact this world right and that's kind of you know what i think about every day how how i can impact it the best uh due to that experience. And from there, then it really just launched me into this fire career because the, you know, these firefighters were first on scene and they saved my life. And I was like, well, gosh, I want to do that with other people, you know? Mm. So, um, hopped into the fire career, uh, got my, you know, paramedic degree as well. So firefighter paramedic, uh, and had was volunteering and had a very difficult time getting hired. It, it's not, it wasn't easy years ago. Uh, and then was introduced to, um, you know, uh, someone in real estate and he was doing real estate development through a family friend. And it just was like happenstance, right? We were, my dad and I finished some golf. We were at, you know, uh, grabbing a drink. And then my family friend and this guy came in, this developer came in and sat down next to us, right? It wasn't like set up. Uh, and he, through this like hour, you know, meeting uh, around, you know, some cocktails, he said, everybody's in, in their 20s should you know, buy a fourplex. And I was 25 at the time. And uh, he said, and I, I said, great, you know, I'd love to get your card. And the following day, you know, I called him uh, uh, and I said, tell me more. How do, how do I buy a fourplex? And he said, well, let me bring you on. So I did a two-week internship with his development company. And at this point, you know, I'm bartending and volunteering at, you know, fire department, uh, trying to get hired as a firefighter. And uh, 
everyone like was completely open to this new world of real estate development. And so at the end of the two weeks, he offered me a position. Um, and then three months later, I bought a fourplex. Nice. Uh, and we can get into how I did that, you know, but, you know, I used $2,500 of my own money to buy a $440,000 fourplex, right? Uh, and I was paying two to $300 a month to live there, right? Um, and then left there, got, got my real estate license with, you know, this person um, really became my mentor uh, and took me under his wing because... Uh, he was impressed, right? That I took actions yeah. and then actually yeah. did what he asked. Uh, and that's such a good lesson, lesson for everybody because right. everyone wants to f- find the situation that you're in. And of course, not everyone's going to happen to sit down next to this guy that's going to start talking about real estate at a golf course. But but he probably has to a lot of people that just never took the action and followed right. up the next day. So the fact that you took the action, you, you showed up the next day, you you took an internship with him and I'm sure you didn't get paid that much money for that internship, if any. And, and you kept plugging away and staying there and, and genuinely providing value and wanted to learn. And then boom, good things happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, literally he's, he still says this, right. That he's like told thousands of people to buy a fourplex and I am the only one that has ever bought a fourplex. Yeah. 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 Right. So you know, it's just, uh, I think, and a lot of people ask, like, how did you find this mentor? You know, now he's, you know, billionaire, right? Flew me around in a jet, you know, his private jet a few months ago, amazing, right? Trip um, and an amazing person, but it's taking the actions. Like if someone that you would like them to mentor you says to do something or mentions a book or something mentions a podcast, like go out and actually listen to the podcast or read the book and then message them and say, Hey, I actually read that. or I listened to this. This is what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Right. What else do you have that you recommend? Like if you actually take actions, people are going to take you under their wing willingly. Mm-hmm. So we all want to see people succeed. Exactly. Yeah. And especially once people get to that level, I'm sure like, you know, what they're doing really isn't to make much money anymore. At least that's not a driver, but helping other people get to that point for a lot of people is, is really what's going to be fulfilling at that that point in their lives. And but like you said, nobody wants to do that and, and spend a bunch of time telling somebody how to do something and then they don't take any action and then you just wasted your time. But and the fact that you followed up, I mean, I'm I'm sure that that probably got him excited to to just help you more and more. And at this point, how long have you had a relationship with this guy? Uh eight, almost nine years now. Yeah, dude, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. And you maintain right. that now. Yep. Yep. That's great. So you bought the four plaques. You said you did it, I guess, real quick, dive into the weeds. You did it yeah, with we a, got a couple talk. grand. What did you yeah. use a, a FHA loan or, or how did you fund it? Yeah, good question. So for some reason, like we, we tried to go the FHA route, right? To put 3% down. For some reason, that wasn't like allowed for the certain property. I don't know why. I, I, I was like trying to figure it all out. Cause you know, I was getting thrown in, you know, had no idea about real estate was just learning real estate. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever you guys recommend, sure. Let's do it. Right. So, uh, we were going to go the three and a half percent down route. That's why we're talking about FHA. Right. Right. But 
I, it ended up getting shifted to, I think, five or 10% down. Or maybe it was actually 20% down. No, it was, yeah, I think it was 20% down. That's what it was. Uh, and I had $2,500 to my name, right? So I needed to come up with a hundred grand. Okay. Um, and I was like, well, John, like, you know, I'm a mentor, like, how, how do I, how do I do this? You know, now that I've got 2,500 bucks to my name, he said, well, hold on, like, we can figure this out. So, um, I, you know, went to my parents and I, I said, mom, dad, I'd like to borrow $7,500. So it gets me up to 10 grand. And here's the plan. Here's how I'm going to pay you back in the next five years. Right. Uh, and I, it, was, it was this whole, um, PowerPoint presentation I did at home because I'm living with my parents at the time, right? At home on the screen, the TV screen, like showing them like, hey, this is what I'm going to do, right? <laughs> and they loved it. You know, as long as you have a plan of action of how you're going to do something and you want to like do something good with your life, like the people that love you the most are going to help you, of course. So they said, great, well, you know, we'll give you the 7,500 bucks. So that I've got 10 grand. Okay. Then he says, all right, well, now you got to go out to uh, some family friends, right? That like you and want you to do well in life and have, you know, some additional capital. Said, okay, great. You know, so I went to the family friend that actually introduced me to my mentor. I went to my mentor, right? And then I went to uh, my grandpa, right? My grandma and grandpa, because they bought a bunch of real estate as well over the years. And uh, I got, you know, $30,000 from each of them. Right. Wow. And just gave him, I asked for a personal note. I said, Hey, I'm going to, it'll be 8%, right. Um, compounding over 10 years, you know, and I bought this fourplex at the 1% rule. Right. And for those that aren't familiar with the 1% rule, it's, you know, I bought the place. It's $400,000. It was actually $440,000. All the rents were $1,100 per unit. So it was $4,400 total. That's one percent of the purchase price, and so it it made sense. Like it it was amazing, right? Uh, so I was able to pay my mortgage, pay all my you know utilities expenses, live there for, um, and then also pay back my investors monthly, right? Um, and then I was paying maybe two to three hundred bucks a month to live there. Nice. I was I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I was like, yeah. I can't believe I just bought this. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was this in Portland? This is, yeah, in a suburb of Portland in Tigard. Very cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you got into real, after that, I'm sure you were hooked. You're like, all right, I'm going to be the next Amzell, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, my mentor always said like, which I still love to this day. And I, you know, I, I think it's important to instill in people that are getting into the business of like you're going to be the next me or or more like you're going to be my competitor someday like totally. you know and so I always thought right ever since I met him like I'm going to you know be him someday uh and now finally you know making that that transition to um and, and I'm really just copy and pasting what he's doing now and we can get into more of that and and he's the reason why I'm making this this shift from Oh, so kind of catching up um, after, you know, working with him at his development firm for two years, uh, I left there and he recommended that I get my real estate license. I said, great. Um, so 
went and got my license, have been doing, you know, residential resale for the last five years uh, on an amazing team. And, uh, and I'm now finally making the transition to, um, to be a, a real estate developer. And so you're working wow. with this same mentor, right? And now, you know, he kind of helped you learn the ropes. He, he helped you get into this fourplex um, and you're just kind of keep moving up. So what what's the plan now? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, like I said earlier, um, he, I, I've been kind of stuck in this analysis paralysis for last, you know, I'd say five years. Uh, last year I bought a short-term rental up at Mount Hood, which was, you know, awesome, super stoked on it. Um, with, uh, you know, my brother and a friend, you know, that we all went in on and have always had a passion for skiing. So always wanted a place up there. So, so bought another investment property last year, but hadn't done a whole lot since my fourplex. Right. Um, and just been like reading, listening to books, you know, uh, listen to podcasts, joining this group, uh, putting together, uh, a meetup, like an investor meetup, you know, that I host monthly, but like, hadn't really taken much action, right. Of actually buying properties. And finally really towards fall of last year, once I joined emerge, um, this, this group that we're, we're part of, uh, I, I was almost about to write on this motel and my mentor found out about that. And he said, Chris, you should come, you know, on a tour with us and see what we're doing. And so uh, I hopped on his, you know, his private jet and we toured the Pacific Northwest for two days. Um, he's got 30 different projects going on in the Pacific oh. Northwest. So we went to, and, you know, <laughs> he bought 30 properties before he even rented one out, right? He's got some big colonies. <laughs> um, I love him to death. Uh, and so he showed me all these, you know, hotels, motels that they're buying and they're buying them in opportunity zones, and then they're converting them to long-term rentals. Wow. And I, either taking them to market or renting them to, you know, the government, to nonprofits, et cetera. That's an interesting model because I, I know since the short-term rental boom has taken off, people have been looking at buying hotels and motels and just turning them into short-term rentals, which right? Like just make them themed and all that. So he's going the opposite route. Why? Oh, probably because of the opportunity zone. Yep, exactly. It gives him the long-term incentive to, yeah. Interesting. So for opportunities wow. zones to work for the tax, you know, incentive to work is, uh, and for those that don't understand what opportunity zones are, it's, you know, it was put in place in 2017 by the tax cuts and jobs act. So in 2018, it actually started, people yeah. didn't really do anything in 2019 and sell 2019 with it. But if you buy a property and you put a hundred percent basis into the building costs, not the land costs, but the building costs within 30 months, then at the end of a 10 year hold, you have no capital gains tax, zero capital gains. So tax. if you turn that hundred thousand into a hundred million, that's all tax-free except for the original hundred thousand, right? Yes. So you do, um, you have to put capital gains into it to buy the yes. property, right? And it's deferred until 2027. Yeah. Yeah. And that so program it's like is going to be It's similar soon, to right? a 1031 exchange program, right? But just um, honestly better. <laughs> Way better. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing incentive. Isn't it running out soon? Isn't it going to be like... Yes, it, it, the final year will be in 2026. Right. Um, and so you have to have an established fund, a qualified opportunity zone fund prior to 2026. So if you, you know, raise a billion dollar fund, right? Well, you can you you know, continue to buy properties in opportunity zones until those, that billion dollars runs yeah. out. Mm. Okay. So that's a that's why you set it up. Well, there's a lot of reasons why you'd set up a fund as opposed to individual syndications, but I guess that's a big one too. Just because you, you don't have, have that. You have to do it through a fund. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's a requirement. So there's, you know, there's certain stipulations, right? Um, that, that you have to follow. It's not rocket science, uh, but yeah. So um, there's a lot of great tax incentives, but the reason that um, the the model works really well is because you're buying these kind of distressed, run down hotels, motels that were struggling a lot in COVID, you know, yeah. um, and some still are, and you have to put in, you know, a lot of equity into it in order to get that tax break. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're just doing a, a boutique motel, most likely you're not going to put enough capital into right. it in order for it to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, makes... and a lot of these are in distressed areas already. Right. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. when this was coming out and all of the jurisdictions had to submit what was some of the most distressed areas in, 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 in their towns, right? And in, in order for them to be designated as opportunity zones. And, yep. and it's inviting a ton of of uh developers to come and just turn it around and create, you know, better uses for for those. So these are really good programs. I mean they're amazing wins. programs and it's actually yeah. working, right? Um totally. they they think, right, just based off the numbers that that one company tracks, um, I forget the name of it right now, but they 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 believe it's been about a hundred billion dollars put into opportunity zones wow. when it started. Yeah. So, you know, that's <laughs> that's a great program and that's working. It yeah. Is. Yeah. People get yeah. to make some money, have some tax savings, and also hopefully improve communities. So exactly. You know, that that's yeah. that's the kicker. That's the awesome part of it, is you're buying properties in these distressed areas that need to be rejuvenated, and you're able to do that through, you know these these incentives yeah and they're not get rich quick schemes right like they they have to be in for a certain amount of time yeah so that that really forces people to think long term on these projects which usually create something better right so i mean they're big yeah these these are excellent i have some clients working on some of those that we've been able to help them identify for redevelopment as well so um yeah. So, you know, going back to the trip, like we had an amazing trip, got a tour, you know, quite a few cities, you know, just bouncing around from city to city um, and see all the projects from really, you know, the beginning to to some of them at their final stage. And so uh, and throughout that trip, you know, he had said, Chris, you know, it's 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 time for you to make this this jump. So, hell yeah, let's go. So you're going for it. Yeah. So where are you at now in the process? Yeah, so uh, my partner and I, um, you know, it's funny who you meet in life, right? And where I met this partner, it was actually through my two-week internship with my mentor. That was the mm-hmm. first time I met him, right? An amazing person. Uh, and he's done, you know, very well in life building businesses. And, and uh, I 
I got together with him right after this trip. And I, you know, I told him about this trip that I was going on and my plans to, you know, do exactly what my mentor is doing. And, uh, and I was no, by no means like there to pitch him. Right. It was just like, I was sharing because we always get together for brunch or breakfast and just share what we're doing, our cool stuff. That's why I love getting together with him. And, uh, and he, you know, I told him, Hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm planning on doing a $5 million, you know, opportunity zone fund, right. A raise. He calls me the next day. He says, Chris, you know, I'd love to partner with you on this, but screw the 5 million. Let's do 10. (laughs) Awesome. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, so, you know, we are, we have actually written a couple offers on two properties down in Northern California, um, 110 units and 175 units and really just <sighs> working through some negotiations, uh, which is, you know, always, always the hardest part. Uh, sure. so we'll see if we end up getting a contract on either of them, but it's, amazing to be able to say that you know we've uh gotten this far honestly yeah and, and you're speaking to that on the way sorry go ahead no no well all right so you're you're uh you're sticking to that model though for uh, the hotel conversions to long yep. term okay exactly yeah the okay. we are um yeah we'd be working with a nearby school uh to to see if, you know, ideally set up a, a master lease with them. So, yeah. And still, you know, a lot of moving parts at play. Uh, if it works, it's going to be amazing. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's what I was going to say is that you, you're learning a ton along the way, including how to set up a master lease with a college, you know, like most yeah. people don't know how to do that. I'm sh- it can't, can't hurt you to have that extra knowledge too. So this is, it's a pretty cool journey you're on right now. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So earlier you mentioned, you know, we're all in, in this group, Emerge, Supercharge, GoBundance affiliate group. Um, do you feel like that's helped you at all along this way through this process? Very much so. Yep. Uh, I think breaking down, you know, the ability to say like, I can't do that. Right. You know, um, when we're doing the right, those weekly calls, the, uh, um, the millionaire calls, right. The millionaire case studies that we were doing, uh, amazing people, right. That we got to talk to specifically, like, you know, ask them questions. And at the same time, I'm also sitting there and saying like, they're just a normal person you know, like nothing special about them. Right. And yes, they've done all the right things, right. I'm not trying to take that away from them, but like, they're just like you and me, like I can do this too, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's been, you know, impactful. I mean, shoot, Adam, you, you did 75 hard. I have not been consistent with working out for years, ever since you started, I don't know where along the path. I've literally worked out consistently for the last eight weeks. I can't tell you the last time yeah, I've done that. That's great. Right? That's great. Like it's who you surround yourself with, you know, yeah. and, and my life has significantly changed purely because of this group. Yeah. 
And now that you're on the Wayfinder show, you're going to be a superstar. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. World famous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, man. I know you've said that to me a few times. And, and that nothing could make me happier than to hear that somehow in some way I inspired you to to work out more. And, and you're killing it now. So that's great, man. Yeah. It is. It is amazing. You know, especially Emerge Superstar, because it's, it's such a holistic program, right? We're not just all trying to get rich or. You know, I mean, it, it, we, we want to be better husbands, you know, if, if it's a woman and wives, you know, better partners, basically parents, better in better health. It's it's very holistic, right? All the way around, better servants of our communities. And um, and we all set goals around this. And it's just making us better all around people, right? And we go and we see somebody who's just doing really great in that area. And it makes us want to do it just to just to kind of keep up, right? And, uh, and that's a good way I wanted to keep up. Like it, it, it's, it's really powerful. Yes. Yeah. I know I get driven by Adam too. I mean, he's just taking so much action that <laughs> I'm like, I, I got to keep up or else he's going to fire me from the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see how it ends up. You might have yeah. to recreate this. Why don't we wait a few months and see how it, <laughs> yeah. this all ends up, but no, thanks for saying that. And it's the same right. thing with you guys. I mean, Chris right. is doing big things in the, in yeah, the totally. real estate development space and Louie, obviously you're, you're doing, you're starting to gain some great traction with your brokerage and that's what it is. It's kind of the power of the group and it's just doing these small things day after day, after day, after day. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? You know, we're all kind of stumbling into success after, after putting in hard work for years to get there, you know? So yeah, it's inspiring. We have a little, we have a little local chapter here in Denver. Uh, Chris, if you ever come back, we'd love to have you. But uh, Adam and I kind of started it and uh, we had our meeting like two weeks ago. And my main goal for this quarter was actually to recruit people. I That's why I really fail miserably in my brokerage and we're not going to grow if we don't recruit. And uh, and then what do you know? We, everybody starts pitching in and giving me ideas, gets me motivated. And just a week after I go speak at a local real estate school and now we got two hot recruits out of it. It was a small class, just eight people there. Uh, and all eight of them signed up to want to know more and all that. And already we got like two picked out that they've come out and right. you know, they came and volunteered our, our, in a cleanup event that we had here in Denver last weekend, just voluntarily. We told them about it. They showed up. We're like, man, they took action, right? Which is what we like to see. And uh, another one came out to one of our open houses just to help out this weekend. You know, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. And, and all of that, I think, was instigated from the conversation we had around our pod, you know, a local group. It's, it's amazing. It's very cool. Like who you that. surround yourself with. Right. So, you know, the, the, the I, I actually paused for a minute this weekend. Um, I've been, you know, joining this group. Uh, <clears throat> it, it was honestly difficult, right. To, to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to pay this large sum of money, right. right. To explain it to my wife. Right. And she like, she just didn't understand it. Right. I love her to death. Right. She just didn't understand it. Like, uh, and, and then this weekend, um, she said, gosh, Chris, like I would have never dreamed that you'd be doing like writing these offers on these places. Yeah. Uh, and, and she said, you know, it really is about who you surround yourself with. And I was like, whoa all right nice. yes yes <laughs> did you recruit her now <laughs> yeah yeah 
so it's awesome. And I, you know, I think I've heard about that with a lot of other um, significant yeah. others in the group where it mm -hmm. takes some time, right. To see these results. Uh, and, and I, you know, she just the other day, she was like, Chris, you, you're looking bigger, right? Like on our trip this weekend, like, you're looking bigger. Like, yeah. Thanks to Adam. Yeah. <laughs> She's starting to fall for you again, man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if I could just make a plug for us, this group, we always talk about go abundance, emerge, supercharge. They are, we do, uh, they've been great to become a affiliate sponsor for us. So if in the show notes, people see, the link there and they're interested and want to learn more if they can inquire through the the link there it does help support the show uh you know we, we are trying to get to the point where we can hire an editor to do this for us so it would help help a bit and and you'll i i think your lives will change for the better uh, but don't do it for that do it because yeah. you want to turn into a badass and that's exactly a, one good way to do it <laughs> oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. absolutely yeah but uh cool well um Chris, we're at that point in the show where we like to ask our famous Wayfinder Four. So, uh, uh, what is a hack that you use? So, going to, I've got a couple um, books kind of seated into these, you know, uh, underneath. But Atomic Habits, my okay. my hack is really just habit tracking, right? Uh, I I really like seeing you know that I, that i've been successful consistently so you know i track my habits through an app it's honestly just called habit tracking right oh. uh and i have you know multiple things that i track every day seven things do oh. i have i done my brain training have i you know taken my vitamins have i meditated have i exercised am i drinking enough water have i not drinking any alcohol and have i done my gratitude Excellent. What is brain training? Just I do it through lumosity. Um, if I feel like it keeps me sharp. Huh. Lumosity. Yeah. Is that another app? I think I think there's a handful of them. I think lumosity is probably the most well known one. Well known one. Um, it takes about 15 minutes, and some is like it's actually like kind of straining your brain. Others is 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 a cruise, but uh, yeah, they're and it's different you know, things, memory, quick, you know, speed, like it depends on, you know, the game that you're there and they're all just set up as games pretty much. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So that's really two good apps. We got out of that. I mean, hacks. Bonus. Boom. All right. That's good. Yeah. So now other than Atomic Habits, can you name a favorite and this can be a book, a movie, a band, you know, whatever you like. So, I mean, I am obsessed with personal development right and so like swaying outside of personal development honestly uh is the book green light by matthew mcconaughey mm. that's that one book. of my favorite books and yeah. if you and he just did that live um yeah living right yesterday with uh dean graciosi and uh tony oh. robin did you wow. attend it i listened to about 20 minutes of it okay. right but yeah I, I wanted it was i think it was four hours or something i couldn't spend the whole time but yeah yeah i signed up for it but my day was just uh i had too much things going on i couldn't couldn't carve away the time to do it but i think he emailed out a um a link to the recording so i'll oh, see sweet. if i have time to give that a listen 
I mean, I hope that he kind of dives into this space a little bit more. Like I love him, you know, yeah. and he has so many crazy stories from his book and the audiobook. Listen to the audiobook because yeah. it, yes. it just his voice makes it so much better. Oh yeah. It's yeah. funny, it's exciting. I mean, who would have knew he was such an interesting dude with such an interesting life? Yeah. Yeah. I and, want to be uh, friends yeah. with Matthew. I mean, Matthew, if you're listening, Chris Murs wants to be friends with you. Okay. <laughs> you can even come on the Wayfinder show. That's right. Yeah. We might have we might have some spare time for you. Speaking <laughs> of that, did you listen to his interview he just did with Ed Milet like a couple weeks ago? Yep, that one and uh, the School of Great Greatness too. Both of those oh, were really wow. good. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I caught that with Lewis Howes, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We did an episode. Uh, I think it was like episode. I think it was nineteen, right? Uh, that was about uh, books. We had like a paradigm shifting uh, book uh, draft, and that was at one of Adam's picks. And uh, yeah, it's a good one. So, our listeners want to hear a recap on that. Please go back to that. So, Chris, what's a 25-year-old, what's something you would tell your 25-year-old self? I would say, you know, and, and we've been talking about this in the group recently of just ready, fire, aim. You know, and think, and it actually, you know, take a second and listen to that. Ready, fire, aim. So take the action and then figure it out. And I, I wish I would have done more of that. Yeah. So kind of like wishing you didn't get stuck in the um, analysis paralysis type of thing and just, yeah. just jump in, jump in and, and go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. All right. Now, what do you think holds people back from being happy? All right. So let me describe happiness first, uh, which I've heard, I, you know, uh, listening to Brendan Burchard, okay, the coach of coaches in the personal development space, right? Uh, and he's described happiness as a triangle, okay? And on each corner of the triangle, there is aliveness, which is something that refills your cup, connection, which is deep relationships, okay? And then uh, the third corner is meaningful pursuit. So the pursuit of something, right? And then that creates happiness, okay? Someone that follows all three of those. Now- Name those three again for me real yep. quick. I'm sorry, I'm slow. Aliveness. So something that refills your cup. Okay, so mm -hmm. for me, I love to ski. I love to golf. Mm -hmm. I love to go rafting. Don't do that as often. I wish I could. Um, but yeah, skiing and golfing. Okay. Love to do those. Mm -hmm. Right. So that refills my cup. Okay. Now I could even say, you know, spending time with my wife, spending time with my son, like, yeah, those refill my cup, you know, traveling, whatever it is, everyone's different, a uh, deep connection. And they say you should have like two to three, you know, at minimum and everyone's different. Um, some people have 20, right. But it's kind of hard as we get older to have deep connections with 20 people. That's kind of your outer circle. Your, your inner circle is really one, two, three people right outside of your wife and your children um, to have deep relationships. Okay. And then the final tip is the meaningful pursuit. So the pursuit of something, right? So mine is, you know, real estate development right now. Uh, and the way that all three of those work to create happiness 
is being present. If you're not present for any of those, then you're not going to be happy. And hey, shoot, I've, I've gone through life and I've been just kind of like gone through the motions. I've, I've had those days where I'm just going through the motions, right? Not really there. But when I'm actually like present and playing golf, present and skiing, like I have so much more fun. When I'm present with, you know, um, my wife and having a deep conversation with her, it's so much more fun than us sitting on the couch and, you know, barely talking and sitting at our phones, right? So all three of those kind of define happiness that, that I've really um, clung on to ever since I heard Brendan Burchard say that. I would say the one item that people have the most difficulty with, right, is I would say two of those would be either the pursuit of something. I think some people struggle with having the pursuit of something in life, right? If you're at a W-2, right, and, and not to say, like, it, sometimes it's hard to figure out what exactly the CEO, what, what their pursuit is, right? Um, and the other one would be present, which I think is more, more so for everyone, right? Like, we can all say we struggle with being present because of these damn phones, right? Okay. <laughs> uh so very long-winded answer to your question, but I would say presence would be probably the item that most takes away from people's happiness. I like it. Yeah, that's a good answer, man. That was probably one of the best answers I think we've heard for that question, <laughs> to be honest. I, I thought that was really insightful. And you you got my wheels turning as you described it. I I love it. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. So Chris, what uh, if people want to know more about you? How do how do they go about doing so? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Chris M the Realtor. Chris M the Realtor. Good stuff. Right. We will link that in the show notes. Well, this was a lot of fun, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, obviously, I'll talk to you soon, but I, I'm sure the the listeners out there will, will love getting to hear your your take on things and, and had a lot to pull from. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. I'm really excited to hear how these developments come about, too. So Yeah, man, you'll have to keep us in the loop. I will. For sure. I will. Thank you, Chris. Best of luck, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.